have to break in early. This is like trees walking. I have to inform our audience that uh, Pastor Dave Berge, and this is Mike Nelson, by the way. Yes. Pastor Dave Berge was not only doing the uh, overhand drumming to the theme song, I believe you were doing a little bit of the white guy overbite no, as well. You were, no, Mike was... <laughs> you, were, <laughs> I'm, you were air guitaring and doing the white man overbite I'm, and the, the head bopping at I'm the same fam- time. I am famous, world, worldwide famous for the white man's overbite. I love the white man's overbite. It's just, awesome. It comes so naturally, yeah. you know when when you're when you're air drumming, air guitaring, grooving a little bit. Just gotta, just gotta overbite. You know, I do the um, when I'm singing to a power ballad. I always have to do the two fists clenched <laughs> and then put together. At some point, sort of whack them together to show how much passion you have. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Well, that's what this podcast is about. This is like trees walking, and we're talking about 80s power ballads and how to (laughs) mime to them. No, we talk about the important things in life, the great philosophical and theological questions that we all have to deal with. We do it from a Christian perspective, but we welcome all listeners of different stripes and different philosophies. Mm -hmm, Because we know it takes different strokes. (laughs) What is it? To rule the world? Is it rule the world? Is it rule the world? It seems odd. It can't be. Is it? To run the world? To run the world? To to move? To move the world? It's yeah, it's a it's a, it's a happy song Let's of open world up the domination. Phone lines. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it takes different strokes to be to a rule to be a global world. dictator. You know, it was written by Doctor Evil. Apparently, I, I don't know. We're we're most certainly wrong about that. So sorry, but, uh, but yes, yes, yes. We, we welcome all um, to just think about these things because we all have to think about. It. Hopefully, you do. Some people can go blissfully through life without thinking of these things. At all, and if that works for you, more power. But to you know you. what? We don't don't go whistling past the graveyard, folks. All right, uh, or something. Um, yeah, so, as Bob Dylan says, you got to serve somebody. So at so, some point or another. So we are, uh, yeah, we we, we we take on these big questions, um, but we try to do so with a, a jovial a jovial spirit. And in that uh, vein, we have a, a terrific show today. We have our big question of the day, of course. And then uh, we have a, a, a popular department that is back, I'm sad to say. I thought it was done forever. <laughs> I, I was, was promised too. it was but done But no, for... the crowd demanded more. Uh, I just, my inbox was flooded with demands for more. I, I think there's one I think there's <laughs> one person who really likes this, and there's so one. Mike is pleasing this person. Hey, you got to start somewhere. That's if, true. If I'd... I only heard from one person, then 100% of the people who contacted <laughs> me were in favor <laughs> Of us, uh, Dave Berge tastes something from my pantry. Is the uh, department, and today he's uh, he gets to choose uh, a blind choosing of uh, one of the four things that I keep in my pantry that I just regularly eat, but to him uh, could be one of the most revolting things he's ever put in his mouth. So stay tuned for that, as well <laughs> as. Uh, do we have another quiz? We what do have we another have? quiz. And this is not going to be a... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Hey, Dave, Not this won't be one of those quizzes where it's like not only like, Dave, you don't know the answer to these questions, but no one in our audience knows the questions either. And But Mike looks down from his Olympian perch and <laughs> scoffs at you, plebes. It's not going to be one of those quizzes, people. It, this this is one that I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing right now, 100%. I think that's true this is the uh the pew quiz we'll talk about it later we'll set it up later pew, 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 this pew, is pew, the, pew. Uh, okay. the pew religious quiz so you can take it along with him yeah so you do it you click right along. now pull yeah. it up on online and then later in the show we'll walk through it so you can walk through it with us and listen to uh pastor Berge. so that's coming up but let's get to the question of the day get down on it yep and uh i'll just pose it to the pastor dave is man 
and by extension, woman. <laughs> is man, woman, and child? Is man inherently good? Go. What is the? What is your perspective on this? Because this is uh, a lot of people think this. Many Christians, I hope, don't. But what, what do you think? <laughs> you're, you're you're tipping your hand. I know. In advance, I'm tipping like, my hand. Are, yeah, are people basically good? Or are they basically bad or, you know, somewhere in between? So from a Christian perspective, I will say, uh, I will say this. I will say that uh, human beings as bearers of God's image and likeness, um, that our most, our most natural state, okay, you have to hear that, our most natural state is that we are good because we are created in God's image and likeness. However... It's a big however. There's a big however. We ain't still in that state. We ain't still in the garden. Okay? So that 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 the most truest, most basic thing about us is that we're creating God's image and likeness, which is a good, beautiful, wonderful, awesome, amazing thing. However, all of us are born into and exist in reality where that image has been tarnished and it's been tarnished by this is a big theological word uh nasty three-letter word sin mm. a little sin is sin sin <laughs> and so um so that basically that there that the that the the most basic sin is is just a rebellion a creature's rebellion against the creator turning our back on on the creator and what i love about the the picture uh, that we see of human beings in the first chapters of Genesis, really the first four chapters, is you go from like the the peaks, the heights of of creation in God's image and likeness to um, the rebellion of our first parents, and then all of a sudden, boom! In chapter four, there's a murder already happening. <laughs> like like there's not there's not a lot of like lead time to get into that. And what it what it says is is that we are born into, um, and the Christian tradition says, you know, original sin, that we're all born with the stain of original sin, that there is this this crack, this brokenness, this propensity to rebel against our Creator. Like, we are all born with that in us, and we are also all born into a world in which um, that rebellion has broken loose. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an inner reality as well as an outer reality as well. People, there's often a discussion about, you know, is it sort of the, like, social context that makes us, you know, quote unquote sinful, or is it something inherent within ourselves? And I want to say, I want to say it's a sort of a both and type of a situation that we live in a world that's been created for good, but damaged by sin. And we ourselves are people who were created for good, but have been damaged by sin as well. And we, and we carry that out even from our, you know, most, most, I mean, literally it's innate, it's inherent within us. But what, what about the noble savage? If man is just left to, if the, the evil strictures of society are taken away, he reverts to just a noble, wonderful, uh, living at harmony with all, uh, gentle beast, right? Isn't Rousseau teach us that? Jean-Jacques? Yes. I don't know. What, what, what do you... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, no... I don't think so. I don't think so. And uh, you bucked against my theory when I pitched this idea to you that uh, uh, anyone who's had children know essentially that, that babies and toddlers are, are jerks. <laughs> and uh, anyone who has had children will attest the idea. Where do you get the idea that people are inherently born good or whatever? Like, uh, 
uh, a toddler is the most selfish person in the world. I mean, the word mine and punching other kids in the face if they pick up a toy that they didn't even want. I mean, this is just built in. This is, isn't it? It's baked into our behavior. The, uh, 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 and baby, I forget, like, um, there was, I was watching, there's research, there's researchers too who look at sort of morality in babies, and they found babies are like, Babies are racist, <laughs> like already. Like they're, see, they're awful. Their babies are they're they might as well be clansmen when they're born, you know. But there's like a sort of an in group preference already. It looks like me preference that you see even with infants, and so that there's a um yeah that anyone who's had kids basically knows like that the sort of there is a there is a honeymoon period. I mean, uh, when they're crying and getting up, you know, you know they're hungry, tired, whatever. They 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 sort of you live in this um. Uh, sort of stupor for the early time but as soon as their personality started emerging it's wonderful but then you also see this rebelliousness rebelliousness and this jerkiness and as a parent your job is to just like basically try to socialize this beast <laughs> and tame and tame this beast so you can release them into the world as a halfway decent person you're right my, my wife reminded me of a story that when uh when one of my sons was very young and uh she was doing housework or something, and she had on a Sinatra album the song Three Coins in a Fountain. Mm-hmm. And it, at the very end, it says, uh, it has an extended phrase where he goes, Make it mine, make it mine, make it mine. And this enraged my son, who went, No, mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not even Frank Sinatra couldn't even have the uh, coin in the fountain. It was his. The whole world belonged to him. And that, that's the inherent selfishness of a child. Yeah, so the the um the the question is, you know, are are people basically good? Are they basically bad? I mean, I, I think that there's like the sort of um good news of the Christian message e- even amongst like so just in general. Um there is this notion of common grace, right? That even though we've fallen into sin, like God has not just totally abandoned this world to itself. That that each and every human being still though this image is tarnished, it's of God, it's not completely lost and that upholds the dignity of each and every human person um and that that god's common grace like is still operative in the world and so this isn't just a world solely filled with um doom and gloom darkness mire and muck though there's plenty of it um god in god's own graciousness um has assured that you know this isn't just a war of all against all um and so like like there is even in the midst of the brokenness and damagedness damagedness of this world god's grace is still operative and and he is still trying to draw us unto himself um so that we seek the only thing that can release us from this this brokenness this damagedness which is the work of christ who took all of this darkness awfulness evilness rebellion upon himself and so part of the christian message is like apart from god's grace and god's saving grace we're lost. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like you ain't like whatever goodness there might be in you was placed there by God. And in and of itself, it's not sufficient to deliver you or this world. I would, uh, from, uh, from the mess that it's in, I would recommend to people because this is the season and you may not be listening to this in this season, but it's the Christmas season and the, uh, uh, handles Messiah. Mm-hmm. Walks us through the entire uh, the sin. All we like sheep have gone astray. But then by the end, we're singing the Hallelujah chorus, and uh, it, it really walks you through the story of our sin and then God's plan for our redemption. And it doesn't. It I mean, it really takes you to the, you know, to to 
the resurrection and and uh, it takes you to even the book of revelation mm-hmm. you know like yeah. it's this whole sweeping story and yeah lots of churches actually do the whole you know handles messiah they'll at least do like the hallelujah chorus um this time of year but yeah it's this beautiful piece of music that captures this whole sweep and oh we like sheep have gone astray you know this is from this is from from scripture you know the great penitential psalms where david is talking about you know like i was i was i was born in sin you know since since my mother conceived me i was a sinner and so there's no um that true true freedom comes when we acknowledge like when we stop trying to say oh, am i basically good am i basically bad like nah, like whatever i'm kind of a muddled mess but god with you there is there is freedom and release from the muddled mess that I am, and I don't have to try to sort of like defend myself anymore. In fact, get rid of that. Be be done with that. Don't try to uh, boast of your own sort of merits or 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 goodness. So I think the upshot, what I took from all of what you just said, is that babies are jerks. Okay, so Pastor Dave <laughs> has been quoted and is on record saying that, so you may. So take to the internet, everyone, and retweet him on that particular thing. No, that's a, a, a complicated answer to a, a simple question, but, but basically people, no, people are not they're not their tendency is not towards good would be a simple way to say it and and we need we need something to correct us yes yes and um uh, and i think the that the good news is is that it's a recovery of of what is most basically true about us that god did that god did create us good we've fallen into sin but the whole point of christ's coming was to restore uh restore to us that image which has been tarnished and in some ways lost um, through our fall into sinfulness and rebellion against him. Terrific. That is heady stuff. Chew on that during the break, but don't forget also to listen to Pastor's Appeal. And we will be right back with a new quiz as well as a Dave Eat Something from the Pantry, which is our most popular. (laughs) (laughs) He's already looking a little queasy. We'll be back right after this. Hey, party people. This is Pastor Dave. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you could do us a huge favor, this is our call to action portion. Um, If you could go to the iTunes store, if you could rate us, if you could review us, um, because if you do so, uh, then there is some tendentious guarantee that I can make that they will at some point perhaps feature us. But no, this really does help us rise in the algorithm. It helps people find us, um, and we think we're worth finding. And if you want to connect with us more, you can go to liketreeswalkingpod.com, liketreeswalkingpod.com. Sign up for the email newsletter there. Uh, It'll either be a pop-up or at the bottom of the page. You can like us on Facebook, Like Trees Walking Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter, LTWPOD, or there is at Michael J. Nelson and at David underscore Berge to keep up with all of our shenanigans and hear all of our takes on everything that is happening in the world because the takes we have are very hot so thank you so much for listening please respond to this call of action with your with your whole heart mind soul and strength and uh, let's enjoy the rest of the episode as much as i won't tasting this garbage mike is about to feed me so yay are back aren't we (laughs) 
He's already pausing and hesitating. Come on, you've been uh, act like you've been okay, here all right, before, all right, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. I need to stop sulking, and I need to, you know, I need to, I need. Come on. As the kids say, put your big boy pants on uh, and step up to the table. Do they say that as well? Uh, I I, <laughs> they say I'm going to be adulting right now. Oh I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm enraged. I'm en- <laughs> we need to have like a Mike reacts to. Uh, words <laughs> yes. that capture things he doesn't like, which is even more than why doesn't Mike like like adulting? We'll get it. That's another department. Yes, Mike, uh, react to the word adulting, uh, uh, <laughs> hacking. Like there was like I saw this. We'll get to me eating this junk in a second. Yes, there was like a like one of my friends made a joke on Twitter. Like like there was someone like someone posted this picture and it's like like how to hack like uh, and it was like literally just cooking. <laughs> it was like, like, like how to hack a three minute egg. Yeah, you know, it's like, like no oh, boil an egg for three. You're minutes. just cooking, like you can't, like any. Uh, do we have to call regular things hacking? Like how to hack this egg? How to how to hack these noodles? Like you're just cooking. It's called a recipe. Oh, that's there's no way to get me in more of a froth and a rage than that. All right, well, to, you know, if you're doing this to me, I get to do that to you. All right, okay, so. let's do the put a pin in it. Right. right, as the kids say, mm-hmm. they say that as well. Right, <laughs> drill down, circle back. <laughs> pin, right. We're Pinteresting. It is the pin. Okay. okay, there we go. All right, so uh, this is uh, Dave Bergie tastes something from my pantry, and mm-hmm. we have four items Ooh. waiting for you. And without looking, I think if you really cheated, you could probably see them behind me. But, but I don't, don't know, like what? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know what, yeah, I don't know what like order he's. They're in an order, but I can't tell how he's numbered them. So left, right, uh, right, just uh, pick A, B, C, or X. Let's go X. All right, X. You have chosen... Oh, this is going to be easy. You have chosen the King Oscar Mediterranean-style sardines. Mm. Yeah, these are... Um, Can I get like a cracker? I have a good... No, you can't. That would require breaking tape and going up and getting crackers. We're not going to do that. So here you'll you'll hear the... Ooh, the, they're piercing the can. Oh, these are very high quality, by the way. I... Uh, a dear friend of oh, mine. Oh, you brought a fork. I was going to say, like, you, I'm not reaching my fingers into there. Uh, so go ahead and, and cover this with your, because uh, I got to right. step away. Yeah, from I got you. Okay, so Mike is uh, he did uh, he's not just a, a, mo- a monster. He did bring down a uh, he did bring down a fork. Oh, he's sp- scooping what I would say a more than a healthy portion of sardines. Uh, they're from the tin, sort of a uh, King Oscar. So these aren't you know? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Uh, but these are. These are King Oscar, and he's setting them on the table. Um, these are disgusting. I'm going to take a bite. Like, I'm not going to eat a whole sardine. Really? What, what is wrong with sardines? They taste bad. Oh, come on. These from are my the, experience. From my experience. This is the, the food of the world. Like, this feeds a large portion of the world. Sardines, very popular. Uh, go ahead and taste them, and I will uh, tell a little uh, anecdote. Why don't you eat? Th- oh, because you're going to be telling the anecdote. Yeah. Um, I, a, a dear friend of mine... Here he goes. He's oh, going God. to. Uh, he's taking a whole fish. It's going to crack in half. There, careful. Okay. Here I'll. Well, all right. Now he's taking a smaller yes. bite. Go ahead. It's a meaty. This is a Mediterranean style, so they have black That's... olives and oh. they have spices and oh. it's extra virgin olive oil. These are very high quality sardines. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Here's uh, Dave Berge tastes X from my uh, the cabinet of Michael J. Nelson. Dave, your impressions, please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's Have you so tasted bad. these before? I know that one of I think we had the uh, herring and mustard sauce once, and it's, you did not like that. Um, it's just all fishy and like. Aren't you Scandinavian? What are you? You're German, right? Well, I'm I'm German. I'm I'm three eighths Irish, oh, a quarter man. Norwegian, 
Wait, um, why aren't you gobbling this up and loving it? What is not... wrong with you? You are a traitor to your race. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I've been accused of that before, <laughs> but um, uh, uh, it's just like it's just not good. It's this like nasty, flaky, fishy. Like it's so. In oh. other words, delicious. <laughs> oh God! Is you... there any part of it that you like or enjoy at all? Can you? Is there any? Part I'm not vomiting, so I do like that. No, like it's that's... better than the. Ca- I think it's better than the cabbage juice, Mike. So thank you for that. Okay. Hey, progress. <laughs> well, well, so what was your anecdote? Did you already tell it or was I? Oh, there's a, a dear friend of mine who just mocked me. He had the same attitude that you have, which mm-hmm. I consider an inferior attitude. All right-thinking people like tinned fish of all varieties. Mm-hmm. Although I will admit right now that the basement is, uh, studio is filling up with the smell of, of fish, and my wife will be very displeased with this. But back to this. he uh, He now eats... He scoffed at me, and then I, I gave him, I sent him tins of my favorite sardines, and now he has become an acolyte, and he sends me pictures of, of you know, tins of fish that he bought, you know, some rare aged ones off the internet. Now he's like, the teacher has become the student, and he is sending me, uh, he loves them. He just gobbles them up. So I'm hoping to get you to that place where... Is there like a cheese you could put it on, like... A cracker with cheese? I don't know. It needs a cracker or something if there's going to be... You you and your crackers. What are you, what are you a parrot? <laughs> I, I don't understand I love, this. I love, I love crackers. He loves crack. I've never met a person. It's like I knew a person once who said her favorite food was pie. I'm like, what? That's just a, a broad classification. You can't have a favorite food be pie. Yeah, this is, this is inside, uh, inside, inside our, uh, a window into our world. But oftentimes after I pod with Mike, we will sit down. I'll sit down and ask him for crackers. Do you have crackers? You I've never crackers? met a person who craved crackers. It's like a, that's a conveyance of food. It's like, do you have a roofing tile? Like, <laughs> what for? Anyway, that is the revisitation. This is for you. You know who you are out there in our pod world. Uh, and I know who you are, too. Yeah. And <laughs> He's coming for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that request. So, we'll... um, But you're in the dock again. You're out of the frying pan and into the fire mm-hmm. with the Pew Religious Quiz. We promised you this earlier. This is, uh, we told you at the beginning, so you can still have time to boot this up yourself. It's available right online. Just type in yeah, Pew Religious Pew... Quiz. I believe it's... Yeah. 32 questions, but it's not as daunting. I think you can buzz. Through. Oh, yeah. This so is we will... not... There won't be tons of deliberation. No, no. We'll go quickly on these. And uh, I think there's only downside for you. And the downside, you should get 32 out of 32, if I'm correct about the number. Right. It might be less than that. Uh, and so if so you I have don't, nothing to gain. You have and everything nothing to, to gain. This is a, a slam dunk, uh, <laughs> except if you mess up. And then we'll all laugh at you. So let's get going. Here we go. I got to step away for a second and just get it on All my right, computer. All right, Mike's going to get the quiz. Um, if I, I and I think the point, the reason Pew does this, you know, Pew does lots of uh, research into um, into religion, religious beliefs, attitudes, practices all over the world. They're probably the gold standard in that. And so they came up with this quiz to just see what what's people's like basic knowledge of, um, you know, various world religions. And I think what, what wow, he's, he's having gastric distress yeah, no, already. I know, seriously, I, I, you <laughs> are you going to survive this? Yeah, I'm going to make it through. <laughs> make it through. But um, you know, they're just seeing basically what are what are what's people's basic knowledge of religion, and I think they found that it's not great. 
Yeah. And uh, we'll find out at the end because it gives you all the stats on it. But let's go through it. And there are multiple choice, but I don't think you'll need Mike them. Mike is just taunting me with this. He no, I'm a, serious. He, I no, took he, this earlier. No, 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 no. You have a can. I'm talking about your can of ginger ale. So I just drank this or I just ate this nasty oh, yeah. sardine. And Mike has a can of sweet ginger ale. Well, you have coffee, don't you? Oh, nothing goes with a sardine like some... That's actually a very traditional way to eat. You have coffee and, and herring in the morning Is uh, in if you go to Amsterdam. I'm, I'm so you happy. You have a big yet. bowl of hash at night, right? We've I'm, all done this. I'm proud, <laughs> I'm proud to be an American, Mike. All right, let's get on with the quiz. Okay. Uh, which, uh, which Bible figure, I thought it was going to be biblical, which Bible figure is most closely associated with leading the exodus from Egypt? Just tell me if you need the multiple choice. Uh, I'm going to say Moses. Yeah, let's go on. I don't know the answer yet. Uh, next question is, Was what was Mother Teresa's religion? Uh, well, she was a Roman Catholic. Next question. Uh, which of the following is not one of the Ten Commandments? Ooh. Uh, do not commit adultery. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Do not steal. Keep the Sabbath holy. Do unto others as they would do unto you. What? Uh, when does uh, the Jewish Sabbath begin? And that be- that begins uh, Friday at sundown. And you had multiple choices there. You're not needing them. Is Ramadan, now this one, you, you will need that. Is Ramadan the Hindu festival of lights, a Jewish uh, day of atonement, the Islamic holy month? Well, let's go through those choices. So the Hindu festival of lights is Diwali. <laughs> the day of atonement is Yom Kippur. And Ramadan is the Islamic holy month. Is that what it says? Yes. Uh, which of the following best describes the Catholic teaching about the bread and wine used for communion? Number one, the bread and wine actually become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Number two, the bread and wine are symbols of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Numero uno. Let us move on. Which religion... Transubstantiation is what they call that. That is correct. He's, okay. he's uh, gilding the lily now. Well, because I've been told I have anything, I've only have everything to lose, so I've got to show you how, what a smart guy I am. In which religion are Vishnu and Shiva central figures? Do you need the choices? I have watched The Simpsons, so I know that it is Hinduism. Uh, well, I can't say that. I can't, I can't tip my hand on this. I'm just marching through the quiz. Uh, which Bible figure is most closely associated with remaining obedient to God despite suffering? Job. That is right. He Job is, Bluth. Job Bluth. <laughs> he is riding around on his, what do you call those little things? The uh, the, the things you step on. And, and oh, Segway? Segway. Yeah, yeah, the Segway. Wow, that was really worth it. It was worth <laughs> me stumbling. <laughs> Hey, can we get the engineer to please edit that out? (laughs) I'm making desperate gestures towards Dave. You know what this is, right? It's two hands. That was high pay. Oh, it was all worth it in the end. Oh, gosh. Cha-ching. All right, what was Joseph Smith's religion? Uh, Well, he was was the founder of, of Mormonism. Well, that, that's probably his religion. Yeah, he'd I would probably, say, If he was writing it down on a form, I, he'd probably say yeah, that. Yeah, he'd right? say, well, I don't know what he'd say. He'd say, uh, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. According to rulings by the U.S. Supreme Court, is a public school teacher permitted to lead a class in prayer or not? Um, No. Next question. Uh, according to rulings by the U.S. Supreme Court, is a public school teacher permitted to read from the Bible as an example of literature or not? 
Of course they are. But are they permitted to say Merry Christmas? <laughs> oh, the war on Christmas. Yeah, it's back. Uh, what religion do most people in Pakistan consider themselves? Um, they're uh, Muslims. All right, moving on. Uh, oh, there's only 18 questions, so we're almost done. Okay. Good. What was the name of the person whose writings and actions inspired the something called the Protestant Reformation? Oh, God, I'm not quite... Do you need the choices there? I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to... Go out on a limb. I'm going to say Martin Luther. Oh, the guy who said he had a dream, right? Okay, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Which of these religions aims at nirvana, the state of being free from suffering? Grunge, I believe. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I believe that that it would be Buddhism. Next question, and we're almost done. Thank you for bearing with us. Which one of these preachers participated in the period of religious activity known as the first great... Awakening. The first great awakening. Jonathan Edwards. Yes. Charles Finney. Who are my other choices? Billy Graham. Okay, so uh, it's it's going to be Jonathan Edwards. Uh, mm-hmm. Charles Finney is associated with the uh, second great, great awakening. And I think he actually founded Oberlin College, um, which, you know, has since become uh, just a wonderful bastion of uh of of liberalism but uh but uh, finney himself was um i mean he was very liberal minded in a sort of classical classical mm-hmm. liberal sense um for sure and and pursued liberal arts education but he's finney is famous for sort of this like almost scientific approach to conversion you know he would have the anxious bench when he was preaching revival and people would come forward on it and examine their consciousness so so there was a art but also a science to revival for finney wow i yeah. did not know that about mr finney yep and uh and billy graham of course um america's pastor for many many decades but the famous you know i, I think you know sort of america's third great awakening or, or post-war um religious uh religiosity is, bil- is and billy then, and then the, the well then the next wave was uh tammy faye baker i believe yeah, the, 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 the de-evolution into hey uh, i i won't uh i obviously won't mention this person's name but i have a dear friend one of the most intelligent thoughtful christians i know who as a child became a christian by watching tammy faye baker on the tv I'm not kidding. It was just like a uh, an altar call kind of thing, and he said that was the moment. And then he has since become obviously very well read and thoughtful. And uh, but that was what he claims is his his moment. There's so, like, hey. hey, you know, way to go. There's like God the, can use anyone. There is. There's the uh, like, and that takes you back to sort of uh, the uh, the days of Augustine, and there was the Donatist controversy. Those who had sort of capitulated to the empire during persecution should they be allowed back into the church and basically were sacraments issued by priests who had been you know had had betrayed were those valid and augustine said yes so can god mm-hmm. work can god work through bro- yeah. broken vessels i think the principle still stands absolutely that's, 100%. that's right yes. and there's uh dave berge throwing some knowledge at you would you like your results i would love your quiz? my results michael you uh scored 15 out of 15 yes. correctly you scored better than 99 percent of the public which seems i don't know how is there one percent who scored better than you? <laughs> <laughs> they got sixteen out of fifteen. So I guess only one percent that is got fifteen out of fifteen, and so you join me at the top. So congratulations! I was already here. Oh uh, uh, yeah. 
But I didn't throw as much extra knowledge back at the screen when I took the test. So, yeah, but seriously, folks, take it. Uh, you've already heard me do it, so yeah. uh, maybe... Hopefully you did it along with us, or you or go tried back. to answer quickly. Or go back and forget. Yeah, forget everything. Do one of those uh, men in black, uh, you know, light flips to the eyes and forget it and take it again. But I do think it's, you know, it's important as we live in, in this world, which is a, I mean, it's a, it's a very religious world. Like, having this kind of knowledge is like... It's just important general knowledge type of stuff to know. Yes, that is true. All right, folks. So uh, give us a wrap up. Uh, first of all, give us the sardine review. Just three words. Flaky, fishy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then our big question of the day was, uh, is man inherently good? How, where did we come out on that? Babies are jerks. Babies are jerks. Um, but... The, they don't always have to be that way, uh, Jesus, because of Jesus. But no, that um, that the most truest—I mean, the most truest, deepest truth about us—is that we're creating God's image and likeness. That has been lost and damaged by sin. There's nothing we can do about that. Do that. Do about that ourselves. We, like sheep, have gone astray. But 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 but, the good news is, and we're getting close to Christmas, is that God in Christ has entered into this brokenness to heal it and deliver us from it and restore unto us um, the image which has been tarnished. Oh, that is good news. All right, people, uh, also contact us and let us know if you want to have Dave eat more flaky, disgusting <laughs> Would you fish. not? And please then, please say yes. Them. All right, we'll please see you next time on Like Trees Walking. Uh, thank you for listening, people. This has been David Berge and Michael J. Nelson.